Hello and welcome to Skull and Cully. I am your host, the best podcast slash radio host in the universe, Steve Cully. And with me today, my bombastic counterpart, my very outspoken counterpart, Thomas Andrew the Skull Hartman. Skull, hello. Hello. And we have two very special guests. I will start with the returning uh, Mr. Wells, back by popular demand. Lots of positive comments, lots of positive feedback. Plus, he has 824 or 854 career victories, which I like to throw in Frank Cristiano's face, and he, he doesn't like it. It's awesome. Mr. Wells, thank you for joining us. Anytime. It's been, it's been a pleasure so far, and we'll see what happens tonight. And uh, and Christopher, Christopher Zalewski, an, an avid listener. We have uh, we have been hoping to have him on for a while. Christopher, welcome. Thank you, Steve. This is uh, this is your first your first podcast experience. This so, is yeah yeah. So you're you're you're, you're kind of in for it. Okay. Uh, you know, Good. We're, we're just gonna start with a little bit of a background. Okay. You you know myself. You know Thomas Andrew the Skull Hartman. Mm-hmm. Can you take us back to that day that you met? the skull do you remember meeting the skull do you remember fearing the skull do you remember thinking he was out of his mind Mm. how did that relationship begin yeah it was a long time so it was actually our parents um are very good friends his father my father their mother very good friends used to golf together uh drink a lot together drink a lot together of course yeah and i basically met him through my parents we met each other through our parents uh god i don't even know how old i was i mean probably scannandoah chris i i agree at the scannandoah golf course in clinton um i don't know how old do you think we were seven five I mean, god, maybe earlier than that who knows yeah it, we've known each other a long time um and then uh and that was junior high hit. Um, yep, it's then we got to hang out more. Um, we weren't in the same clique, if you will. And yeah, he was he was nuts. He Did was, you take a liking to him right away, or was it like over time, kind of like a toothache? You know, you just started to appreciate it. Yeah, no, so absolutely, that's a that's a fair question. I actually like a lot of people. I'm kind of sick side. I do like the the maniac. Um, you I, do, yeah. I, I do. It's probably because I'm. I don't really, you know, I don't really fall into that group. But they, he, yeah, he's full entertainment for me. I like the bad guy in the movie. You know, Johnny Lawrence. But is you my root for him, right? Yeah, yeah I, I do. He's he's funny. It, you know, I enable the hell out of him, and that's. Uh, <laughs> and there, there's never a dull moment, right? No, no, don't. never a dull moment with the skull. <laughs> no, not at all. Mr. Wells, I mean, it, it's a little different for you. But can, can you take us back? Do you have any early memories of the skull in the junior high? Because that's kind of when he, you know, Skull and I went to preschool together. And every day our mothers would come to pick us up and they would leave crying. Because <laughs> the, the preschool teacher would tell them how naughty we are and how bad we were going to be in life. And they, they, would, they would just leave crying. So that, that's when we met. So I was curious as to if, if you have any early memories of the skull. I really don't, but I'm going to defer to the skull. The skull, did I, was I your phys ed teacher in the junior high school? You were, yeah, one of the years. I can't remember, was it eighth or ninth grade? I can't remember. 
But you well, definitely were. You, Mr. Prue, and somebody else. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That's so, what uh, it was. We probably nugget you every once in a while just to keep you in line. <laughs> oh, Mr. Prue would go crazy on me. Yeah, well, yeah. <sighs> We were, we were a tandem up there, and we... we they we ran, ran things a little differently. We, well, listen, um, that in my opinion, all my teaching here, that's the best place in the world to teach because the principals kind of gave us free reign. They didn't want us filling up the office with malcontents and, and maybe some wise asses like you. So we, we were allowed to do corporal punishment in a moderate way, whatever we had to do to keep you guys in line. And I suppose... I probably gave you a shot or two in my career up there. Oh, do you know what I did up there? That was the worst suspension of my life. What'd you do? Where they, um, there are multiple Ms. suspensions. Bose, the, uh, oh, Jesus. Here, uh, we Here we go. Miss, you're going with Miss Bose. That's your opener? Well, I, I got suspended really bad. Mr. Hargraves was very angry with me. <laughs> he was the lesbian art teacher, remember? Uh, yes, I'm very well aware of Miss Pope. Why was it really so bad? Walk into lunch and she was having a class. And you know, me and my buddy or whoever I was with, we were like throwing each other against the wall, making a bunch of noise. We we're going through that art section part or science and art. The bad call, yes. So um, she came out, you know, with that big lesbo hairdo oh. and. Uh, <laughs> And back then, you thought it was big. She comes out of the classroom and goes, Hey, you guys, march and walk in an orderly fashion to the uh, to lunch or whatever. And I go, Okay. So I go, Hup, two, three, four, Hup, two, three, four. Suck my dick, you dyke. Right? Oh, Jesus. She runs after me. Now, she was a big broad. I mean, she was tall. She was she tall. Was, six, she was tall. Six yep. foot anyway. She was. Oh, God. She was a big broad. She was, especially, I guess, I, I mean, I'm not big now, but I was even smaller in ninth grade. She oh. grabs me, and we go right down to the principal's office. Now, I know Mr. Hargraves because he's a member of Scandal, too, whatever. I, my, he's not friends with my dad. He's, he didn't drink and party like that, you know, but, um, but he was up there. And, um, so they sit me down, I'm like, and then I realize, I'm like, oh shit, I'm in really big trouble. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in really big trouble right now. Shit. What did I say? Why did I do that? And like, we had a big hockey tournament in Vermont, you know, which is like, you know, back in the day when you would go away on like hockey tournaments, they were the best. You know, all the parents are drunk, you get drunk and steal their booze. Whatever. Anyways, so I'm like, shit. So I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Mr. Hargraves flies out of the office, literally stammering. Like the school is on fire. Right now. Right, because she had to write up the report or whatever. So, but it gets worse because How Mr. Hargraves is sitting there and goes, and he just tells the same story that I said. Da, 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 these guys are making a bunch of noise. So I came out of the classroom and I said, um, hey guys, uh, walk in orderly fashion. Please don't make any noise. We got class going on. And, and Mr. Hartman said, I'm Mr. Hub two, three, four, suck my dick, you dick. Oh. And I, oh, burst, <laughs> I burst out laughing oh my when God. Mr. Hargrave said it. Because it was so <laughs> I was dying laughing when Mr. Hargrave said it. And he went crazy. He went crazy. Went nuts. 
Can you laugh at this? Five days out of school suspension. I'm like, oh shit. So we're, we're yeah, we're we're definitely off and running now with that one. Oh wow. Oh, so you're you're suspended for a week? Cause that's the maximum. Yeah, I was five days out of school. Um, so then, you know, I, I sat in school the rest of the day, and I, uh, I just remember I was walking up Sanger Ave to my, to my house, and like just, I just wanted to run away. I wanted to go stay by the little league at the underpass there, be a bum by the railroad tracks. I, I did not want to go home. And I did. They had the guest bedroom stripped down, fucking, they're like, we're fucking in there for five days, we're not going to Vermont, blah, 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 blah. All right, but I did get a knockdown the three days. I got a knockdown the three good, days. Good, you got a knockdown on appeal. I, that, that, that's good, you yeah. appealed it. Probably because your mother and father didn't want you home either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to have to stay wow. home with them. What's uh, what's interesting, yeah, Mr. Mr. Wells? You ever hear a story like that in, in your years? Uh, I've heard a few. I've heard a few. I got a couple Cochitic stories. Um, well, but, Cochitic's uh, different, yeah. Yeah, but those. But I've never heard of a student. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell you did at the rainbow age of about fourteen years old? <laughs> I mean, either brass balls or stupidity or combination of both. You did what you did, but I told you who my coaches were and my parents. I mean, I mean, we were nuts. I grew up nuts. Uh, what's interesting, Christopher, is you wow. met Andrew through golf. Mister Wells is an avid golfer. Golfer. What is it uh, about golf, Christopher? I mean, is it something that you still play today? Is it something that you got into younger because of your parents? What brought you into golf and then interacting with the skull? Yeah, I, I, the, oh, he doesn't play golf. Right, yeah, he's right. If I'm ever playing golf now, it's, it's really to drink. Okay, yeah, right, just to right. drink. That's, that's what most people play golf. Yeah, then. no, it's fun. Um, back in the day, it was because my parents really, but uh, no, it is a good, you know, it's a good social environment. You know what I mean? You relax. I mean, the game's hard as hell, um, especially if you don't play it a lot. It's a tough sport. Uh, it's competitive, obviously. Did you play with skull? Um, we probably did, but I mean, it, it was so long ago. So if, if anything, yeah. you know, I. You know, no, I don't. No, I don't remember anything crazy happening at the. You know, when we were younger, we played a few times at Stonebridge together because I used to get um, you know privileges to go golfing there. Sure, um, sure. Oddly enough, I really, I really went. But uh, I actually do like. I rarely go, but if it's with a group of friends, I like it with a group of friends. Yeah, really, we just yeah. have a good time. It's low-key. But I actually hate it when it's for work purposes. If I have to travel, yeah, I yeah. really because I I just embarrass myself. Scrambles. Yeah, I, I I just make a fool of myself, and I'm I really like I said I'm there to have some drinks and you know if I'm on work you know company time doing it I can't really have as much fun as I like so. No, um, Central New York. I've lived in a lot of different places now. Central New York is the number one place in America for four man scrambles. Really? There's not a place in the. There's not a golf course. Like, it's insane. Every there's like two or three a week up there in the summer. It's unbelievable. Mr. Wells, uh, 
Where do you play? Do you play at Cedar Lake? I can't remember where you play. Cedar Lake. Yep. You do play mm -hmm. at Cedar Lake. I've been up there. How, how, did, how did you get into it? Was mm. it the same thing just to have a few and play with friends? laps around the pond? Or was, it, was it just competitive? <laughs> well, let me go back to my childhood. I grew up as the crow flies about a half a mile from the Valley View Golf Course. Oh, wow. I didn't know so, that. So... Um, the, the infamous Mr. Bob Lewis. Bob Lewis, yes. He lived closer to the golf course than I did, so quite frequently in the summertime, we'd sneak on to uh, holes four, five, six, and seven <clears throat> at night. I knew you, Mr. Wells, I knew you were going to say those holes immediately before you said Yeah, we would sneak on, and we knew we could hear the Ranger car coming but after <laughs> late in the evening. We would duck in the woods and. Anyway, so got to be teenagers, and I caddied down there, made some money, and as my mother would say, Tommy, that's where you learn how to swear. Caddying for these guys, these goombas that would play on the weekends for, you know, and they would, you know, come out with some expletives every once in a while. So, come back from college and fooled around a little bit with golf, but it wasn't until, and when you have a family, like I did with kids and Traveling and everything, you know, have time. So, right about the time I retired, which was around 2000, then I joined Cedar Lake and I've been up there ever since. Cedar and Lake, yeah. Cedar Lake, and, and you know, there's some great golfers up there, mm -hmm. a ton of them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we play hard and, uh, you know, put a couple of dollars on the table. The Tuesday and Wednesday leagues I'm in, and in the fall, September and October, if the weather's good, you know, we'll put a $10 bill down and Play hard and then have a, a, a beer or two afterwards and go home. But there's a great group of friends. Wait, 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 just two? Two what? Two beers. Two beers? What? Hey, listen, let me tell you a, a stupid story up there. One of the better golfers up there on a Tuesday night league, this is going about 15 years ago, they would play cards at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and they have access to the bar. And one of them drove off the road, almost killed himself uh, driving home. You know, there's there's, there's no easy way to get home from, from Cedar Lake to where no, we live. No, no, so he, he crashed himself yeah. into a ditch and uh, almost died. And from that moment on, the card games and uh, you know, hanging out until midnight, that all went away. For the, for the better. For the better. Yeah, oh, and really. the guy owns his own business and you know it, it, was, it was just stupidity on his part. So I think we've all grown up up there. And yeah, you know, there's a couple of guys that lose their mind up there, but uh, you know they get kicked out of the club if they get obnoxious. And uh, one of them, two of them, have been thrown out in the last year or two. Bushy? <laughs> no, no, no. Bushy lives right on the grounds. I know he does. So he's a he's a lawnmower guy in the summertime. He's a funny motherfucker. Yes, he is. He sure is. Christopher, were you like? Uh, did you were you a fan of Scandal? Like you said, your family was a member. Were you a fan of it? Uh, I've been different about it. Like, yeah. I really wasn't that into it yeah. when I was a kid. I, don't get, it's a gorgeous course. Um, yeah. It's beautiful up there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything bad then, to say about it. Then, you know, as... Back in the day, was wild. It was wild. It was, no, I know it was. <laughs> as you... Wild. Wild. The only people... My dad... Oh, my gosh. Should I tell this story? Go ahead. Do you know number 10 at the Scandola? Yeah. Mr. Wells, do you know what number two yes, is? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, you know how the cart path goes down the hill? Yep. On a Thursday night, this is just one Thursday night. Back in the day, I can't even imagine. It was insane. Men's day was nuts up there. Um, 
they, him and his buddies were drinking, and my dad left. And people are in that courtroom in the windows. And they look down, and my dad drove down the tent with his company car. Drove it all the way to the green, realized he wasn't on the road, turned around, came back up where that cart path is, yeah. right next to the clubhouse where you go down. He's driving up it, and everybody's out on the deck smoking cigarettes, <laughs> laughing their nuts off. When he's, he's got his hand out the window over the top, waving. <laughs> He didn't care. He didn't care. He had no shame. So, no, so Skull, whatever lifestyle you've uh, attributed to your adulthood, you can look back and say it was your father's fault. Yeah. Right? I get it. Now know, the picture's I'll clear. Say, I gotta hand it to my father. I mean, he is a absolute machine. <laughs> hey, he's 69. Let you know, he's still working. Oh, yeah. He'll never, he'll never stop working. He'll never he's stop working. working. He can't. I told him he can't stop. No. If he stops, he'll die. Yeah, yeah. No, they need that. Six months. Wow. He cannot stop. <laughs> uh, so, Christopher. Yes, sir. Coming up through the junior high, mm. um, you didn't really play sports, correct? I mean, did you, I can't remember if you played soccer. I know you eventually got into lacrosse. Yeah. What were your early sports the early growing up? Tell you the truth, I did. I tried everything. Because I thought you yeah. played baseball with me in minor league. No, I was. Did you play minor league? No, minor league, yeah, not for the school. Yes, did Beirut, minor league, all that. Uh, junior high, literally tried every sport. Track, yeah. literally woke up hungover one morning with Abdu, and I went to soccer trials, running in JV. I made the team, don't ask me how. Um, what else? Um, basketball, I never really got into. I yeah. wasn't that good at it yeah. anyway. You're short. Uh, modified football. And then high school came along, and that's when I actually found a sport that I actually was interested in and halfway decent at at the time. Half, you know, halfway is you know, very generous right. to say that. But uh, got into lacrosse, and that's what I stuck with. And then did one year of varsity football my senior year. Just they, for, talk, they talked to you into it. They did. It was for the sweatshirt and the girls. That was really it. And I, well, you're never, very attractive. I didn't get either so. one. I don't, I don't have the sweatshirt, <laughs> I, 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 and I didn't get any girls. I didn't get any one. Oh. Yeah. It was fun. Mr. Wells, for How many girls did you bang because you were at a football jersey? No, I don't even know. He, 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 he did. He did. He no. was unfortunate. No, I, I don't even have the sweatshirt. Thank you for so. calling that out for Christopher Skull. He appreciates no, it. No, it's okay. Uh, Mr. Wells, what would you say about someone like Chris? I mean, it's really difficult in junior high. When you're trying to find your way, you're trying to find your click, you're trying to find your sport, and you're participating in everything. You're at least not home every day after school. How difficult is it to find your niche, find your group, and really find out where you belong? Because I think it took all of us really to high school till we found that. Well, <clears throat> Chris's situation was different than yours. All right, Steve Carr, sure. you, 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 you're not going to be a tailback on a football team. You're well, going to be the lineman. Rick, of course. I mean, we all know about Steve's basketball career, which uh, lasted, uh, we got a, which lasted about has, five minutes a game. We're right, contractually right, obligated to bring up my basketball career. And his favorite fouled him out before halftime, right? Hackershack. He was Hackershack. But to get to Chris's situation, had you, had you known... Back in seventh and eighth grade, the lacrosse was going to be your it, thing. Yeah, you it, might not have flitted around and doing whatever. I agree. Yeah, I thank agree. thank God by the end of your high school career, lacrosse was was a thing, and you had Pope 
I did. Yep. Yeah. I had Pope. Yep. The first couple of years he arrived in Waterford, and he he put lacrosse on the map. Yeah. He, yeah. No. I I mean, yeah. Prior to that, it was a shit show. Oh, he I don't know. I mean, it's amazing. We all we had was you know just the varsity team at the time. I've heard they now they literally have. I mean, they start these kids off in lacrosse. Yeah, they didn't have the numbers. I mean, yeah. I, I wouldn't say. I mean, yeah. maybe it, it's it looks like the old hockey program the way it used to be. You just start them off as soon as yeah. they can. You know, they're ready to go into school and they got all the programs. Yeah. But, but to your credit, you tried. Guys started playing lacrosse. Right. Yep. Well, there there is a carryover, so to speak. You got the goal oh, and sure. you know, the hitting and everything else, and you got to have a screw loose. So to, to play hockey, you got to have a screw loose. Let's face it. And you you had the built-in screw that was loose. So oh yeah. There you go. No, no, no. That was tight as a goddamn. Oh, here we go. Maybe it was one too tight, but whatever. But but but. I was gonna so say your, something bad, but I didn't. So you're to your credit, you tried a whole batch of things. Yeah. Whether it was peer pressure or what was the fantasy of getting a quick girlfriend or whatever the hell it may be. I mean, look at you gotta understand something. I coached a girls swim team for thirty five years down there and I heard I heard the stories in reverse from a female point of view. Exactly. All right? One of my favorite stories is I had a gorgeous, gorgeous girl back in the early nineties, built like a brickhead house, who would practice every day in a leopard skin bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> so early in her career, she's a little bit naive, <laughs> and she says to me, Mr. Wells, how come all these boys leave after diving? I said, well, Molly, they're not here to watch the swimming, they're here to watch you <laughs> die in your goddamn leopard skin bathing suit. <laughs> she said, well, that's not true. So I said, well, take it from me, you know. I got to call her. She won't touch me with a 10-foot pole, Scout. She's married. No, she'll touch me. She'll call me every once in a while for advice, but wait a minute. So I have to finish the story by saying. Advise her to call me. Here we go. So in the end of the summer, her senior year, she has a stress fracture in her foot, and she's a diver. So first practice, she comes rolling in, and her foot's in a cast and everything, and she's got to tell me to see she can't dive. So middle of the season, she comes down to see me right around the middle of October. She says, uh, is it legal to dive on a boys' team? I said, well, statewide, it is, it is, it is legal. I said, but no, you should not, you should not do that. And she doesn't get what I'm trying to tell her. I says, but Molly, um, I said, listen, you, you'll be the sideshow to, to the swim team if you're going to dive. As you're going to have 25 guys down there practicing every day, all in heat. And you're going to be up on a diving board, your leopard skin bathing suit. And she said, well, why can't I? Why can't I? I said, well, you're going to go home and tell your mother tonight what I just told you. I said, Molly, if you choose to dive, I said, you're going to be a complete distraction because every boy in that pool is going to be practicing swimming with an erection. Oh, yeah, you're <laughs> She says, oh, that what you're talking about. So she never did that. She got a full scholarship to dive in college, so it's good for her. All right, well, anyway. Mr. Wells, did she dive when they had the, the high? The no, no, no. No, that was taken oh. out in the summer of 1984 after an accident, so I never had to deal that with it. Was Wow. Summer of 1984. Why do I remember that, a kid in the summertime is climbing up the ladder. I remember seeing it. Me too. A kid climbing up the ladder and he fell, broke his leg, and uh, two weeks later they pulled it out. Oh, that makes sense. That's a story, but I remember seeing I can picture it in my head. I feel like I remember that high dive board too, but I don't know. 
All right, well, Mr. Mr. Wells, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of put you on the spot here. You can decline to answer if you choose. Okay. Oh boy. There was a ton of controversy last year. University of Penn. Leah Thomas. Oh Jesus. The swimmer who. Who broke all the? You know, she broke a couple NCAA she records. Won an NCAA couple races. She she transitioned after swimming at Penn for two years. She trans transitioned in the COVID year. Um, you know, you had the swimmer from Kentucky, Riley Gaines, who was very very upset. You know, saying that that you know they gave her the trophy when they had tied, and, and you know she should have gotten one. Um, and the University of Penn swim team kind of had to be mum about it you know you saw some articles that came out anonymously because you know they were really afraid to speak on it what's what's your opinion on this situation because it's you know it's a hot button issue and you know high school athletics don't know how to handle it you saw in massachusetts the field hockey um, there was a trans field hockey player that hit a ball that broke a girl's jaw. Because in Massachusetts, if you identify as a female, you can play a female sport. So I'm putting you on the spot here. What's your opinion on, on Leah Thompson, Leah Thomas, all this, and, and where the NCAA and high school should go? Well, I'm going to take it a step further, and we're going to hold our breath this summer when the Olympics are going on. Uh, it's certainly not going to affect the, the male side, but it could affect the female races. Exactly. So I think, to the best of my knowledge, the uh, individual Olympic committees from every country in this world is putting down legislation so that a trans doesn't make you know the Olympic team. But to get to our situation here in the United States, this is all bad, bad, bad reflection upon the University of Pennsylvania. Because they were told, those women were told to shut their damn mouth. They, they were. They really it was, were. It's going to affect your, your future business and whatever you're going to get into. And the real rub about the Penn situation is that this guy, and I'm going to call Leah a guy. Well, he didn't transition fully. He, That's the other well, thing. Well, he, he was really? allowed yeah. permission to, to dress in the women's locker room. Which was another issue, And yes. he would parade around supposedly showing his package off. Yes. And that is totally wrong. Did he have a nice package? We don't, we, we don't know, From but the they tried not to look at it. So, so he had a package, all right? <laughs> in the female locker And room. now and then would flirt with the women and all that. It was totally an really? unbelievable situation. And meanwhile, I these women were told it. to shut the hell up. They really were. And it's slowly coming out. And these women are now graduated and, and have got a... Let's call it a forum. Well, the only one that really spoke was that Riley Gaines yeah, from Kentucky. And she's, and she's she's getting a lot of crap. I mean, depending on who, who you're for these days, day and age. But but the bottom line is, th this is a hot button in New York State as we speak. Oh, I didn't know it was in New York State. I, I, I am the state track chairman. Yeah. And I got a phone call last spring, along with a picture sent to me of a guy running and winning a sprint race in a dual meet out in Buffalo. And the question was going to be, was he going to be allowed to participate in the state meet? Well, the legislation is in place 
basically chaired by the state education <coughs> department that allows that stuff. Yeah, that, right. right. Now, this guy and his family came to their senses, and they never they never got that far to the sectionals in Buffalo, so it was not a point. But is, is we getting ready for this coming spring's trip? Right, right. It could happen. Yeah. And the reason why it pisses people off is that, like with this Thomas guy, uh, if this was a real, real, real average swimmer, he was on the men's team. If he was an average swimmer and not going to place high, then okay, no harm, no foul. But he took away medals, he took away spots, yep. and national titles, national title, and, and money, and, and get money, and money. maybe some money. money. But you see, these these women were training, and this can happen in any sport. Yes, oh, I know it can. I mean, suppose yeah. you got a girls' basketball team. Yep. All right, and all of a sudden, a sixty-five guy shows up that's muscular and built, and yeah, this guy's going to play on a women's basketball team, be it high school, college, whatever. That, that happened in California. You know, yeah, it, it's not right. Yep. So the the way I look at this whole thing is, you pick the age, whatever their age is at birth wherever they are at five years or ten years or whatever, but not when they're 20, not when they're 25. That's too late in the game because they've already filled out You've already, genetically. You know, you have the bone structure. Yeah. You have the muscularity. Now, you, know, you realize in New Hartford that there was a girl who was a kicker on the New Hartford football team? I did not know that. A few years ago? I did not know that. Now, but that's, now that's a different ball. But, yeah, she, she wasn't right. fully a female. She wasn't transitioning. She wasn't trans. She was a kicker. A girl on the yeah. boys' football team. All right? Yeah, that, that, but having happened. said that, did that impact the football team in any way, shape, or form? No. Frankly, what it meant was there was no guys good enough to be the place kicker. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. She right? won it legitimately. Right. But I, I she was accepted. Kramer was the coach. And this girl was fully accepted, and everything worked out, and all that. That's different. Yeah. But when you take at any level, you're taking a guy putting on a female team, regardless of what. Listen, I've had two occasions in the recent memory where I've been in a swim meet. Yeah. Where there has been a person trans. Yep. Oh boy, it changes the whole atmosphere. Well, yeah, even in the even in the crowd, I mean, yeah. it, everything's different. It's 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 not a level playing field any way you want to cut it. So here's this Thomas guy coming along. Now you know he did all the uh, you know I'm in the process and this had bullshit. Yeah. Whether he still got his package attached to him or whatever yeah, he the hell did. he's yeah, got, he, he is still physically stronger than almost every female possible. And you've got a distinct advantage. So, hey. Now, um, the, now they're mentally ill. Transgenders are mentally ill. Now, Christopher, I want I'm, I want to get your point of view on this because oh, you're kind of on the outside looking in. I mean, as far as the sport goes. Yeah. I, I know. If, I know you're familiar with the situation. Yeah. Um, but she she won national titles. She took medals away from other females. And it's going on in Connecticut with track. There, there's two males that have won, you know, the hundred and the four hundred broken state records. Mm -hmm. What do you feel about this? Well, with the benefit of me being naive on a lot of topics, including especially this one, you know, high level first impression, it sounds unfair. Um, you know, it, I mean, that's yeah, it sounds unfair. I've seen pictures of this guy. He's you, he's, so you know who we're talking about, yeah. yeah. It, it's very big. She's very big. Um, well, you see, you see yeah, them stand against the other ones. Yeah, 
Yeah. Man, the, there's like a foot difference. Yeah, there's a, there's a big difference. You know, what, what put it in perspective to me a second ago, this is, I, I thought I had all the answers as far as you do. my opinion. On, yeah, but you know what, though? I, I hear Mr. Wells' side, though, and for a second there, when he was talking about um, a girl being on the on the um, football team kicking, you know, kicking field yeah. stuff, part of me was like, I, uh, now I don't know, because but I heard the rest of your explanation. I do. I still think it is unfair, uh, but I think it's a true female yeah. playing a male sport, not like transitioning. Like, yeah, that's my opinion, my point of view. Now I yeah. look. Everyone's got their own opinions, and I'm you know whatever. Honestly, at this point in my life, with all the you know little things I have going on, honestly, whatever makes you happy, as long as it's staying out of my way, I usually don't give a shit. Of course, but of course. if you're asking my opinion based on anything, I, yeah, I, I, I think that's unfair. It's a little too much. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where you draw the line. Well, let me, let me throw something at yep. you here. What do you, what, what's it with a parent? Suppose you're a parent, yeah. and you're going through this. Yeah. Whichever way it's going. Yeah. Male to female, female, whatever. Yeah. Right? I get whipped like a slave in the cotton field. <laughs> yes. There, there are, there are wow. prominent people in this country. Very, yes. Who have sons and daughters who are gay, for yes. starters. Yes. Okay? Sure. And there are prominent people that have sons or daughters that are going through a transition. Yes. Okay? And you have to empathize with them. Right. what they're going through sure and all of us all of us in life we have stages if it's not you personally it's your immediate family or it's your right, extended right. family or whatever it may be there's always cases out there of, of something unusual out of the norm happening to your family absolutely and if it's a son yes. or daughter that wants to do whatever and in the thomas situation i mean this is a grown guy you know he's 20 years old Highly educated. How how else did he get in the University of Pennsylvania? He's and got he, was on the, he was on the team. And he was on the men's team before. Okay. Yeah. Right. Now, I officiated oh, swimming two oh, winters ago down at local college. Yeah. Where I was told before to meet, hey, coach, we got a trans person here. So I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm looking for a guy that's going to swim in a girls' race. Meets three quarters right, done. I go to the coach. Where, where's this trans? He says, "Well, Tom, this is the reverse. We got a girl that's going to go into a oh, guy's race. Oh, Holy wow. shit! Okay. okay. So a little tiny girl, probably five foot ten inches, and she races her arms to stretch. Got a full blown bag of hair oh, on her each, okay. each armpit. I go, yeah. Oh my God! Take me, Lord. I've seen everything in no, the world I now. Know, I know. Now, what about that? this girl's got to swim a fifty yard bottom. swim." Down and back on her back. Steve Cully could have beat this girl. <laughs> She's bad. She was an awful swimmer. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, what is she doing this for? Yeah. She's got the guts to go and put on a female bathing suit because she's still got all the yeah. important right. parts. Right. And she is going to swim and completely make a fool of herself and draw. And she gets all done and you hear the... The, the, little, golf, the, the golf the, clap. The golf clap You know, for her. I'm thinking... Okay, why why couldn't she just not have been on the swim team and just go on about her normal life? But anyway, I've seen it all. I that, didn't, that, I that didn't was, know it was that, in that New York. Takes the cake, and this was at a small school in southern New York. Wow. Anyway, my point is that when you're a parent of kids that are going through that, and frankly, on a very serious note here, I was asked a couple weeks ago 
how many young ladies did I ever coach that I thought went the other way? I'd like say in recent memory, I, I could come up with about 10 names. Right. right? Sure. Wait, and, wait, and, wait, but if you do the percentages in today's world, it's there. Yeah, okay? yeah, of course. You're talking about teenage girls trying to find their identity. Sure, sure. And what they're doing. And, you know, the, the, the age-old story is that, you know, every girl in school is looking to find a guy and all that and can't wait to get, you know, whatever. Well, that's not the case. But they, they kept it to themselves, you would say. Uh, you mean that lesbians or transgender? No, he's talking about lesbians, Skull. Uh, a lesbian. I would say the, the last couple of years of my coaching career, there were two girls that came out. Yeah. And to the best of my knowledge, there were a couple of guys on the boys' swim team that oh, came yeah. out. Right. Okay. Right. Now, good, bad, or whatever, the coach has to have a little discussion yeah, with sure the team. You, do. you got to address You have it. to. Okay. You just plain yeah. have to. Because, number one, where is this person going to get dressed every day? Okay. Right. Where is this? How they is that all going to Yeah, you, you got to provide right. facilities. And right. This goes back to the Leah Thomas situation. Yeah. All right. This guy. Was allowed and the told female. he's going to change in the women's locker room. Exactly. Well, it, I, I, if this person, if we had been finishing in twentieth place, thirtieth place, you know, and, and and dressing in the man men's locker room, I don't think there'd been much of a story here. Right. But it became a story because we had Thomas goes to the NCAA's, wins a couple races, cheats a Kentucky girl out of a first place medal. And oh, by the way, he's walking around the girls' locker room shaking his thing in front yeah. of everybody else. That that's wrong. So, uh, Thomas Andrew, you had a lot to say. We'll, we'll give you your your moment here. <laughs> moment. I'm just saying, there's a lot more muff divers than two on that team when those teams <laughs> That's how that's how you feel. That's your personal. Oh yeah, come on. <laughs> there'd be a lot of muff divers. Oh. Now, Mr. Wells, though, would, would you say Wells, come on now. this is a University of Penn issue, an NCAA issue, or a government issue? Well, typical to the NCAA, they didn't have their act together in time right. to stop anything. This is like anything else the NCAA does today's world. They're always They're always a day late, a dollar short with everything they do. So, whether Penn... University of Pennsylvania was taking their cue from the Ivy League, right? Or they were taking their cue from the NCAA. Lord knows, but now they got a tiger by the tail because you got a bona fide student in an Ivy League school who maybe they want to support somehow. Yep. And how could they not realize that these brilliant? Ladies, they're on a swim team. We're not going to say something sooner or later. Right. You put a gag order on them. Yeah. And most collegiate athletes, you being one, I being one back in the day, you respect your coach. You don't want to rock the boat. You want to play. Yeah, you want to come and do whatever. And if the coach says jump, it's you know how high and all that kind of stuff. So when the swim coach stands in front of that women's swim team down there, Tells them what the rules are going to be. You shut your damn mouth, you show up to practice, you go to your meets, and that's it. Maybe you get back to your suite at night and you convince among your friends. Right, but, but, but when you're with a team, you got to be closed mouth. 
So here they are now. I think most of them, if not all, have graduated. Now they're getting support, hiring lawyers, and doing whatever. And this Riley Gaines is going nationally. She is. She, she's got a huge speaking, platform. Yeah. All right, and good for her. So, but the NCAA was not prepared for any of this. I'm sure. So you don't fully blame them. You just say they weren't prepared for it. Well. <laughs> How do athletic departments, listen, I'm sure that went all the way to the top, the legal people, the lawyers connected with the University of Pennsylvania, the board of trustees, I, it had to go all the way up to the top of the food chain. Yeah. Had to. Yeah. Because this, is, this isn't about, you know, did the football team win a football game? This has got nothing to do with that type of thing because in, in today's world, you know, swimming is not at the top of the food chain in any school in the country. I don't care who you are. So the athletic director is tongue-tied. What the hell is he going to do? Yeah, right, right. If, I if see he what you're tells saying. the guy, tells Thomas, hey, take a walk, you're not to do this. He gets then, sued. You know, and, he yeah. get, it's, it's a no-win situation for him. And trust me, I'm not trying to defend anybody at University of Pennsylvania because now it's coming out what really happened behind the scenes, which was wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, hey, so they all learned, and hey, all I do know is that every time this guy swam, he got booed yeah, in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. It was time to get up there and you know accept applause from everybody in the stands. Now, um, Christopher, we're going to switch gears a little bit. Sure. Okay. okay, you go to New Hartford High School. I did. You, I don't. I graduated. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You. You had. Oh, yeah, he's still there. You <laughs> Thanks, Scott. <laughs> you. Uh, you. You. You had a. You had a great group of friends. You know. You I had. Did, yeah. You had Brad. You had Mark. Um, and I'm forgetting some. I, I had so much fun. Uh, Kenny Maurer, I had so much fun at your yeah. at your fortieth birthday party. Yes, yes. But like, from what I remember, you were kind of a little bit of a late bloomer with getting your group of friends. Would you say that like you, you were close all the way throughout high school, or did it come together more junior and senior year? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, what's your question, Skull? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Goddamn. I'd like to know. We got, yeah, we, I tell you the truth, I met Mark in kindergarten. I've known Mark, so I'm 42 now. I, I, I've known Mark. We lie on the show. We lie on the show. You're 22. I'm uh, 22. Yeah, okay. there you go. Yeah, so I've known Mark. Yeah, it's 17. Actually, I, knew, I, knew all, I met them all in kindergarten, literally, including Kenny. But then I think okay. it all kind of clicked into junior high. That's yeah. where we all kind of, uh, well, yeah, that's really where all kind of clicks kind of formed. Okay. There. Um, and, uh, yeah, kind of all been together ever since then. I mean, everybody's in their different parts of the country sure. now. But, uh I was just down in the Key West visiting Freitag. I get together with Kenny in North Carolina, um, you know, every summer. Abdu probably see once a month. Uh, so yeah. And, and the one thing about you that I'll say is you're very, very well liked. And, and I, I can. Oh, and yeah. like you, you'll never hear anyone say. Yes. Yeah, yes. You'll never hear anyone say a bad word about you. Like, yeah, like, like, I, like Thomas Andrew. Here? Thomas Andrew loves him. <laughs> Thomas Andrew. I love him. He's a good guy. Oh, I love his wife. Hey, Mr. Love, does anybody hate me, bro? No, 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 of course not. No, no, absolutely not. So you, 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 you be, uh, you know, we, we all became good friends with Skull. Yeah, Miss Bose, Miss Bose loves Skull. The, uh, the you should have asked around when you were getting in a hot seat. You should have asked around. You never know what to have. The story that comes to mind. The, yeah, she can. She will. The, 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 that I love. Yeah. If you if you would if you wouldn't mind telling, it was the time that Thomas Andrew the Skull Hartman was found in your home, right, alone, yep, by your father, 
what what led, what led up to this? It, what led up to this, and how did this happen? Stop it. Yeah, drug use. <laughs> we can talk about my drug use all you want. We're good to go. Yeah, so I was in the dark. You're a drug addict too. <laughs> I was so, in the dark on this whole thing. I I had come home from uh, work. I was at I think it was at the restaurant. I was at Stonebridge, and um, I hadn't I hadn't talked to the skull at all. I had no idea. So I I came home and. Uh, uh, you know, I was just getting ready to just wind down. It was probably like, you know, 9 p.m., 10 at night, like on a Sunday or something like that. And my father, you know, he comes into my room uh, and he's like, hey, uh, how's it going? And he's, he, he, I, knew, I knew something was up because he was being standoff. He's like, so how was your day? And it's like, you know how my day was. I was picking up plates and I had you know, liquor all over me. I smelled like shit. I'm miserable. What do you want? Like, I knew something was up. So I was like, yeah, good. You know, he's like, oh, by the way, I just, he goes, uh, something happened today. And I'm like, <laughs> Okay. Something happened today. I was like, everything all right? You all right? He goes, no, no, everything, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm like, okay. And I was like, all right. So I'm getting anxious about it. So what's, what's going on? He's like, he's like, well, I came home and, um, uh, you know, I came in the house and uh, I was in the kitchen just making something to eat. And I, I, I heard a noise upstairs and um, I had no idea where the hell he was going with this. And he goes, so I went upstairs and uh, it sounded like it was, I, I checked the rooms and I, I went into your room and, and, um, He's like, I went around uh, your bed on the other side of it, and um, Andrew was, uh, well, he was hiding behind the bed. And I, and I literally, I looked at him in disbelief and kind of, I, I, I said something like, get the hell out of here. I was like, no. It's like, what are you talking about? And, he, and he's looking at me dead serious, and he's like, he's like, no, he was, he was in your room. And I'm like, are you, are you serious? Like, he was in my room, in the house. And he goes, yeah. And I go, you got to be kidding me. He goes, yeah, you didn't know about this? I go, no, I've been at work all day. I have no idea. And... So I gave, I think I gave Skull a shout, and I was just like, "Were you at my? Were you at the house? Did you go in there?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, you know, I, "I forgot why he was there. I don't know. I don't remember exactly. Do you remember why you even went there, Skull?" Andrew, I don't know. You have no recollection of why you went to Zalewski's house. I think that's the answer he gave me. Spitting oxycontin like crazy. You just ended. You just happened to end up there. I literally ended up going to my father. I was like, you know, I. There's not a whole lot to say, you know. I I, I don't know about that. I'm well, sorry. You go over to Chris's house all the time. Before. Yeah, yeah. We got together all right, the time. Right. Hung out just to, together though. Nine point nine percent of the time. Now you know, I was on oxycontins like uh, crazy. Thank you for thank you for telling us all that. I didn't know that. Now you're you're. You know what that means? Yeah, that means. I I know what it means. I know what it means very well. Your 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 parents your parents separated early. Yeah, got, got divorced early. They did. You, you yeah. have a you have a sister Jenna. I do. Yep. She's married. She has kids. Yep. Um, you know, it was it was younger for you. How was that transition? You know, going from a divorced household, you know, because your father moved around a lot. I know you mentioned because yeah, yeah. he lived right where I went to rehab in New Hampshire. That's right. He's yeah. been all over. Um, how would you say your relationship was with your parents? How would you say you guys handled the separation and divorce? And good. that's a good good question, Skull. I don't care what you say. <laughs> good. Actually, I, when they had told me about it, I actually was, I, gotta be, I was kind of relieved. Because um, you saw it. I, yeah, yeah, I did. They Kids see everything. They were unhappy. They were arguing, and they, you know, it was in front of us a lot. And you know, they didn't have social media back then to tell them, you know, you shouldn't do that. And I'm sure right. nobody would see a psychiatrist because everyone was too proud back then and everything. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, I, there's no blame. But I, when they told me about it, I was actually relieved. And yeah, you were. It, okay. it was it was good for them. It was good for us. 
Um, yeah, when you're younger, it's great. You get two so you, Christmases and all that you, shit. You now. felt life got better. It, oh, it absolutely did. It absolutely did. They both met great, uh, great people. Right. They're all remarried. They're both, you know, both Everyone's sweethearts. Happy. Everyone's happy. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was good. You know what I mean? Um, I turned out totally normal. And you you would <laughs> yeah. get to go and spend weeks or whatever with your dad wherever he had been living at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So he, did, he didn't stay. Did he? he did, did he stay local long? He did. So he he actually did. So after they split up, yeah. um, he did. He was local here. He traveled all the time for work, obviously. Right. Um, but um, he was local here for, oh God, I want to say like five, actually it was right after college, actually, so it was a while. I'd say he moved from New Hartford probably in maybe 2005 or something like that, and that's when he went out to New Hampshire. Um, and while he was gone, though, the guy, I mean, you know, he's my father, he loves us, he loves his family. They come home every other week. Right. Um, but right. uh, it was great going out to see him, though. But no, overall, I mean, honestly, I... As far as divorces go, I, I think I'm a very lucky guy. I mean, very, very amicable. Nobody cheated. Yeah. Nobody got beat up. Nobody. Everybody was good. They just didn't get. They just didn't like each other. You know what I mean? I can't. We didn't, well, they some, didn't tell you. Well, some people. Yeah, you just don't. It just doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't work. Yeah. It, it was. It's so. It's it's good. You know. And uh, good relationship with Jenna. You like the kids. The kids. You're yeah. the uncle. The kids are great. Yeah, they're all yeah. great. They're all great. I'm not. It, 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 here's the thing. I'm not. Oh, now you like your sister. I do like. She's a great. I like her. I'm not. A Around a lot, I really what am not. What the I mean, fuck is that? For me to call myself like a good uncle, like I'd be lying. You know well, what I mean? You, you, you live I'm your not. own life. You, you, you've, you've built a really good life for yourself. You I got do. a good job. <laughs> I do. I'm so honestly, and, I'm and so it took time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I love everyone, but I do. I'm on my own page a lot yeah. of the time. I yeah. mean, you know me. I take forever to get back to text and sure stuff. You I do. mean, you know, I'm not gonna you know lie about who I am. It's, it's on the surface, but no, they're all great people. I love them. You know, they're family. Um, but uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I can't complain. I got. I got lucky. I got very lucky. But I, I and they give, got lucky with me. I give you credit because you always wanted a relationship. You always wanted <laughs> to be married, and now you're in a great one. I am. I and, got, how about that? Yeah. And it, but but it took it took some time to get there. It took some time. Yeah. You uh, you went to Utica College, now Utica University. That's yep. First of all, I just want to get your your thoughts on the transition there. Are you happy that it's Utica University? And, you know, you had a number of careers, and the funniest part, I always thought, I wanted to get you on the Leno show because <laughs> you wanted to give back your degree and get your money. That, I, you were ready to do that at one point. Can I tell you something? Yes. I did something similar a couple months ago. I called back the loan company. Who's it, Sally Mae? Or is that Fannie Mae or Sally Mae? Fannie, yeah, yeah, Fannie Mae. When I heard, I paid off my school loans ahead of time. I, yeah. I did it ahead of time. When I heard oh, by that he was going to, you know what I did? This yeah. is real. I called up. I called up the, the freaking loan company. Yeah. And they said they were gonna pay off, you know, up to like ten thousand. Yeah. So, yeah. so I called up, and I'm and I'm I'm a fool, you know. I'm thinking here. I'm a freaking fool. I I paid these off in early advance. Like I was picking up dishes all summer for the yeah, ten years. At Stonebridge, to pay, yeah. You know, to pay for this crap. So I call up, and I, literally, and my loan's been paid off for like three years. And like, hi, I'll go help you. I was like, yes, I would like a refund, and I was. And she didn't understand really that. Did this is real. This is a true story. And she goes, "What do you mean?" I was like, "I I'd like a refund of my uh, my college loans." She goes, "Well, she's like, why?" I go, "I need the money. I paid them off early. I go, I never defaulted. I've always played on time." And I go, "Here's the other thing. I just need ten thousand dollars." I go, "I don't need the whole thing." I just back. want the ten. Right. So that was you know that was her flag to pick up on. She's like, "Are you?" Trying to see to get your money back so you can get take advantage of this the, the loan situation through you know the president. I'm like yeah. I'm like yes I am. Yes I am. Yes, I, am. Yes, I am. You know absolutely. 
And she's like, oh, it's not how it works. And I'm like, and I, I was being very, you know, I was polite, but I was like, why? why You're always polite, yes. I was like, why? Yes. I was like, why? No, no. She's like, well, we'd have to charge you for, she's, I don't know what the excuse she gets. She goes, we'd have to charge you in delinquencies and stuff like that. I was like, okay, just charge me for that. Just, I just I, but, just, the but just give me, you know, whatever, charge me for whatever you got to do, but just give me 10000 or even if you got to deduct it from the 10000 back, just give me whatever you can back. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm serious. She goes, I literally got put through through a supervisor, and I was on the phone for about So you minutes. weren't giving up on this? No, no, I wasn't. Don't get me wrong. They wore me down eventually, and you know, but they got to a point, and they, you know, they probably lied to me. Like, no, this particular loan doesn't qualify. And after asking why, and them giving me some sort of technical excuse, uh, but I tried again. So I tried. Tw- I wanted the first time was just me talking. Like, I want. I don't want my college degree anymore. It's not getting me shit. I know you were very upset. Yeah, yes. I was. I got. You know, I, I got. You know, whatever. You I, were in a number of different careers, right? I wasn't. Th- I was a young kid. I was I wasn't yeah. thinking for myself at the time. I was 18, and I, you know, except my own. I made the decision to go to college, but I saw no advantage after getting out of college. I mean, no, there were people doing my job where they originally said you had to have a four-year degree that didn't need it, and I exactly. And I wasn't. I wasn't mad about it, but at the same time, I, what I was mad about is that I spent all this money, so I wanted my money back, and so I failed the first time, and then the second time I failed again to try and get it back. But that's that's true. I that's the greatest that. story ever. That's the greatest <laughs> oh, story. Thanks. Ever. I tried, Mr. Wells. So. Having worked um, in higher education for a period and having girls that you know competed at higher levels. And some on scholarships, some not on scholarships. Do you believe that tuition now is just way out of hand and the value of the degree, it's going to take you a long time to get that back unless, you you know, because so many kids think that, okay, I'm going to get my college degree, I'm going to start off making $100,000, I'm going to get married and have a great life. It doesn't work like that. Do you think that tuition's out of hand, and do you think that kids' expectations are are really misconstrued? Well, let me give you a story that I dealt with over the weekend, and it's ongoing. I have a young lady that swam for me. She's a junior in college, and she's unhappy with a swim coach. So she's going to a private university, somewhere around sticker price $75,000. Jesus. So she, I convinced her that the way to go to get the same degree, which is eventually somewhat like teaching, right, right, go to state university for a sticker price of twenty five thousand. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're intending to go to Wall Street, where you hook up with the good old boy system, or the liberal arts degree, or you know whatever, and then I'll throw and if in. If you're gonna go get get your the, master's, the Syracuse's whatever, and the yeah. Dukes and all those places where the private school, the whole whole ball of wax is an f- absolute fortune. Yeah, you can probably in many occupations in this world go to a state university, be it yeah, Georgia, right. Virginia, Texas, wherever, pay the in-state tuition, room board books for from somewhere between twenty and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Same degree. Absolutely. Make the same amount of money Absolutely. as the person that goes to a Hamilton, a Colgate, a Middlebury, a Syracuse. So the point being that somewhere the professors feel they need to be compensated. Quote, schools have got what they call operating costs. When in fact, many, many universities in this country got deep pockets. Yeah. They survived the COVID. Oh, they, they could pay tuition for everybody. And, yeah. <clears throat> 
they're still surviving, they're still functioning, and whether it's a hoax or a fallacy or whatever it may be, Lord knows. But I, I coached many people from my 10 years up at Hamilton College, who, some of which would say, okay, I got my degree now. Uh, the only job available for me is work for a not-for-profit. Uh, I got a $50,000 a year salary. I want to live in Boston. I want to live in Washington. I want to go to Chicago. I'm living in a an apartment about the size of this yes, dining room. Yes, yeah. And I'm paying $3,000 yes. a month for my apartment before I even have a bite to eat. Right, right. Well, okay, so is it worth it? The best swimmer I ever coached at Hamilton College. What is she doing now? She's teaching. You don't go to Hamilton College to teach. She fell in love with teaching at 26 years old, and she's been doing it ever since. And I keep telling her father, who I know very well, your daughter could have gone to the University of Massachusetts yeah, yeah. for about a quarter of the price that you spent putting yeah, your daughter be, through Hamilton College. To be a teacher. Now, do kids at 18, 19 years old know about this? No, they right, don't. Right. Well, I think there's a lot of peer right. pressure to say, oh, there I'm going to this school. Yeah, there is. There's so you throw in being an athlete, and that may change things a little bit. But mm. the bottom line becomes, and, and, and I... You know, so I don't want to throw any stones at you know the liberal arts schools, you know the Yales and Harvards, whatever. They're still, you know, but but those places you're expected to um, pretty soon after to contribute to their funds. We and you have to try to fail. The hardest part is getting in. Yeah, Once no, addition, right? You, you, right. I, mean, I was told three years fail. ago that the average student at Hamilton College. The average GPA up there is 3.4. Yeah, okay. of course. Yeah. And yep. if you are below 3.0, you are a real dunce. Yes. We right? have to try. So, but they make those kids, they put their oh, feet to the fire. They, 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 <laughs> they all, they all got to work. Trust me. Those 10 years I was there, we'd be on a charter buses. They got the books out. And, you know, an hour after the swim meet, they got the books out. Yeah, you're going to Bates or you Bowden. Know, <laughs> this isn't like maybe what our moderator here did at the University of Connecticut, where he spent as much time practicing football as he did in the class. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't make it to a lot of classes. Right? Hamilton College can suck my dick. Well, so what, you know, what is your... You went to college. You stayed with me at Siena for three semesters. What is your, what is your opinion, Skull? Speaking of college, fuck you. What is your opinion, Skull? He, he doesn't like Hillary Clinton because she spoke at Hamilton. Skull, what is your opinion? Because you're you're a self-made man. You you initially went to college. And you are 100%. You went to college briefly. It wasn't for you, and you you know you found your way. I can't take people talk. You built yourself up. College sets you up for the nine to five. Yeah, it right. makes you the nine to five. So does high school. That's all education is. It makes you a worker. That's what the Rothschilds did. All those motherfuckers. <laughs> See that one guy died, that one Rothschild? Right. God, what a piece of shit. Did George Soros please die anytime soon? Maybe you could stop funding all this liberal bullshit. So what about the the, the no loan idea. payback? Do Hopefully you believe in that? The, the, the Biden is well, allowing student loan forgiveness. That's money out of your pocket. It's unconstitutional. You do it without going through the House and the Senate. Right. That's insane. Right. That that blows your mind. Well, here's the funny 
Tempting. So Trump <laughs> overvalued his properties to get higher loans from the bank. I saw that, yes. 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 back with interest. He paid him back with interest. Paid all his loans out. No, he oh, didn't pay anybody but anything. everybody else got free, got their loans paid back for free by the government. But that's okay. He actually paid it. So where does the $355 million go? Who gets it? Who gets it? Who gets it, it, it? It's not us. The it's banks not have us. been paid back. The banks have been paid back already that money. So now, so where does the money go? Oh, what are you going to send it to the illegal immigrants getting $10,000 fucking debit cards? They, they get their debit cards. They need their debit cards. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they got to ride the train, wow. so they need their debit cards. Hey, uh, how's Nikki Haley doing her uh, South Carolina? I was going to give you that one. I was going to bring that up next. Well, I know that was very important. Did she pull ahead? I wanted. Trump got the most votes ever in South Carolina primary. Where she, 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 you know, she predicted she would and win she her own state. Out of the race because she's a fucking asshole. So you, you believe she should? You believe she should jump out of the race? Why wouldn't she? Do you, do you, she's costing the RNC and CPAC millions of dollars every time she runs. So who, who, who should be Trump's running mate then? Um, I like Tim Scott. That's who you like. You like Tim Scott. You think that's the ticket to go with? I like him. Okay. He's a Brooklyn guy. He speaks it. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I like him and I like Candace Owens. But he's not going to, he's not, I don't think he's going to give Candace Owens it. So... Um, uh, Christopher, we're, yeah. s- we're, we're going to segue. Sure. Um, I got into a car accident a couple months ago. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yes, yes, it was it was bad. I wanted to... Yeah, he's a dumbass. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I wanted... Wow. I don't know if Mr. Wells... Let's Mr. Talk about the one that you saw, Chris. Mr. Wells knows about this, but Christopher saw the first car... Well, not my first. It was probably my fourth my fourth car oh, yeah. Yeah. Is possible, going to the fitness mill. That's right. Holy when shit. you were behind me and I randomly, you saw it. So I saw it. Tell, tell the story from your point of view. I was on the way to work. I was on the way to the restaurant and I we were on the arterial <laughs> and just, uh, you know, minding my own business. I had no idea who was on the road, let alone. This little laughing. It's nuts. And I see this vehicle, this SUV. Like in slow motion, just roll, just literally start rolling off the road, going into you know the, the oh divide there. My God. And I lit, I lit, and I, it didn't even click at first. And I was like, "Holy shit!" Someone just, I just literally watched somebody just really wreck their car. And uh, I stopped my car, and I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" And I, I, I go, "You did, you did I don't know stop. what that. Yeah, you did stop the hell. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, you were like, like the first person I, I saw. I was literally the first responder. Yeah, yeah. And I got out of the car, and I, I ran to this to the. SUV upside down, smoking and leaking. I don't even know what fluids. And as I run to the car, and oh by the way, I also got the med kit for my truck, which literally consisted of like four band aids and like a piece of gauze, kind of like what I've wrapped on my finger right now. Like anyway, and the second I got to the truck, I, I stopped because I was like, I'm gonna walk around in the front of this thing. I'm gonna. I, I'm, I'm, I was actually afraid. Yeah. I didn't know what I was gonna see, and I was like, oh, I gotta do it. So I, I walk around the front, and there's this. Guy upside down, there's this dog going crazy, there's this pit bull going absolutely wild, and the smoke clears, and he's upside down, and, and it's Steve. It's literally Steve, and I'm like, Steve, holy shit. 
And um, it, uh, a couple more people came to the scene. And Benny, Benny came Benny, there, Benny yep, Perra. Yep, the police officers came. And then my favorite part about the whole thing, which it was terrible, it was scary. They got you out of the, you know, the, the yeah. SUV. The dog. <laughs> this was same pet. This day of the same Benny's Petty's Day Parade, by the way. I remember this because... <laughs> The dog was still in the back seat, and they couldn't get him out. And Ben, Benny, I believe Benny, or one of the police officers told me, he's like, well, the uh, animal control guy's down at the parade, and he's drunk. He's drunk. He could, so he couldn't come. And, and you were worried about the dog, so I went into, I, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, you would ask me I to go in the back you. of the car and get I, the dog. I asked Benny to ask you. Yeah, and he's like, you know, and I was like, I, I mean, I'll do it. And he's like, are you, are you sure you're okay? We'll do it. I'm like, yeah, I get in my mind. I'm like, I don't know that I'm, I'm not you're a, pe you're a people pleaser. You'll, yeah. see, you'll always say yes. I wasn't qualified to do any of this. And one, I was worried something was going to light on fire or explode. Two, I'm worried about the dog's going to bite me. But it ended up all working out. Uh, but no, I remember that. That was wild. Yeah. Ooh, where did this happen? This happened on the arterial. Uh, it was in New Hartford. But I, I, it was before 8.40. I was turning to go to the fitness mill. The cops were questioning me. Like, was oh, he was drinking? that the Cloverleaf story? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's, oh, yeah. I heard the story. Yes, you, you heard it because I talked to you after. That was a yeah. coincidence. Like, yeah. I had no idea. I was just heading to work. He was <clears throat> going to the gym. And he, wow. I, yeah. Well, the, fun, the funny part was is Benny grabbed me. Yeah, I was, I was out of it. Benny yeah, yeah. grabbed me. Benny thought I was drunk. Well, he asked me too. He goes, "Were you guys <laughs> drinking?" I'm like, "I was. I'm going to work. I didn't even know he was in front. I didn't know Steve just. I, I you know, I, we're not together right because, now." Yeah, I, like, exactly. no, not, I don't. I don't think he was drinking. No. Benny grabbed me and he goes, "Dude, how much?" Understandable. Did, he was trying to help me. Yeah, He's no, like, absolutely. Dude, how, yeah. how much did you have to drink? I said nothing. He goes, "No, no, just tell me the truth. How much did you yeah, have to drink?" Yeah, understandable. I said, I, "You're a goddamn dumbass." I said, "I had nothing." He said, "Because we, witnesses like you." Just saw me completely veer. It was us, and then just flip four times. Yeah, I thought. Whoever, I thought you were whoever was in that. I was like, like was they're, unconscious they're, they're, or no, something. They're dead. They're yeah. dead. When you say Benny, Benny, Benny Para, Benny Para. Benny yeah. Perra was the cop on scene, but yeah. he yeah. he's my buddy. Yeah, I know. Benny. So he thinks I'm drunk. Yeah. Because he hears yeah. witnesses say the car just veered yeah. off. It and looked like, like you somebody was yeah. just trashed. He's just playing yeah. a lousy drive. <laughs> yeah, that too. That he, too. The, he ought to put him he put him on a NASCAR shirt. I mean, yeah. He finds his just coming, right? This was like a movie <laughs> scene. Like, I, know. I was blown He's away. Like a transgender driver. Thank you, Skull. <laughs> Thank you, Skull. <laughs> Mentally fucking ill. So and, and you you got to meet my lovely dog Nico. I did. Who yeah. was a sweetheart with you after. He's a oh he's so sweet. You got him in the car, he was very sweet. Yeah. And then I, brought, I actually brought him to your house. I did. Like 10 years later, you got to reunite with him. <laughs> I remember that. It's funny, when I had the dog, you're like, can you take the dog? And I was like, I don't know, I work. But I took the dog and I called my mother. Actually, no, I didn't call, I call her at the, I took her to her house, because I, you know, I was living at her place I remember. Time. And she wasn't home, so I left the dog in the house. I go, listen, before you go home, I left her voicemail. I go, don't go in the house. Just call me first. No yeah. matter what, don't go in there. Because I don't... You know, the dog doesn't know her, so yeah, I was like, just Nico, call me first. Nico wasn't pleasant. I explained the situation to her. She was very understanding, but no, it all worked out. It was a good, great dog, yeah. Yeah, so similarly, this accident, yeah, I, so what I, happened? I veered into a tractor trailer. Oh, my God. And flipped probably Again. five times. Where did this occur? This was in uh, Rotterdam. I don't know how Skull, Skull knew the whole story before anyone. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, knew, he knew details. He knew everything. And uh, it was the same thing, like, if, if I shoot, showed you pictures of the car, nobody thought I survived. First responders, it took them, like, a half hour to get there because they thought nobody survived. 
Yeah, I still got the scar on my nose. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I got to get. Yeah, I got to get my nose fixed still. So yeah. So did you just got a little? I thought you were just you know allergies. No, nice no. I, I I broke my nose. This is the car accident. Yeah, I had a concussion. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So Jesus, man. Yeah. So the first responders took forever to get there, and they're they hear me. I'm crawling. I finally like come to, and I'm I'm bleeding everywhere. Oh my god! And uh, they they're telling me they hear me moving. They say don't move. Uh huh. And yeah. my response is fuck you. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that, out of here. Not normal response. Say so no, really. Seriously, don't move. I said no. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> they uh, they broke the windshield. They threw the rope the rope in, yeah. and I grabbed it, and they they pulled me out, and okay. uh, they took me to Albany Med, and uh, they could not believe I survived. Oh my God! What but, did you other than your nose and concussion? What else was damaged? No, nothing. Wow. Nothing was okay. damaged. Okay. Oh, damaged. It flew into the fucking field. Well, oh yeah, I, 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 I have a prosthetic leg. I didn't, yes, I know you that's heard not, about that. Yeah. I did, yes. I, I know that's not from the accident. That was a terrible field. joke. So my called. prosthetic leg flew into oh, the field. Oh, that wasn't a joke. Your flew leg out the actually window. did. Okay, yeah. so now where do I go from here? Yeah, okay. It flew out into the window, yes. Your leg went out the window. Yes. Your prosthetic leg, Yes. nothing else. Yes. You had your seatbelt on. I did not have my seatbelt on. I got it. How the hell did the leg go out the window? Nothing else went out the window but the leg. Joel, right? I, I, I have no idea how. People who saw it say exactly like you. It was a Hollywood movie scene. This isn't scene. funny. I'm laughing. It is, it is kind of funny. No, it's it not. Is funny. It's awful. It is, it, it's a little funny. It's a little funny. It, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't funny for my parents. No, no. It was, but it was funny for everyone. Else. I mean, we'll look back in 20 years and probably have a they, laughing. Scott's laughing right now, obviously. Yeah. I, was, I was late getting home. Because I was I was driving I home for the weekend. Yeah. And uh, my my parents were getting nervous, and a call came in from Albany Med, and my mother refused to answer. It. She's like, Oh, I can't blame her. She's like, I'm not nope, answering. No, not tonight. It. No, yeah, right. And my dad answers it, and they tell him what happened, and he's he's like, Is is he all right? And they're like, Ah, oh, you know, we don't know if he's gonna make it. Get the hell out of here. Well, yeah, because, I mean, they, they they really didn't know. I was, How many times in less than a year can you go with? Might not <laughs> well, hopefully, Skull, 20, we're off to a great start of 2024. <laughs> this is reminding me of, have you ever seen Not Another Teen Movie where he's got, yes. like, two more concussions yes. left before, yes. he before he dies? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's yes. not funny either, but... It is, it, no, it is, it is a little bit. No, you're right. Wow. Skull, Skull's right. I, I, what the <laughs> I, I I should have died from sepsis. I lost my leg from sepsis. You got like nine lives. And then well, I blew my car. Yeah. He's, he's yeah. on number seven. Right? Yeah. yeah, you're, you're getting up there. Stupid question kind of relates to the issue because I'm just, yeah. maybe it's because I'm an insurance. Yeah. The leg, was it damaged? Number the one. leg was not damaged. The problem was I have a... Right, we're looking at the leg. That's a nice prosthetic, Steve. I, I have a prosthetic ankle and foot. Okay. Ankle and foot. I'm seeing so that. Yep. It, it rotates great. It rotates around. It's perfect. You could do like Michael Jackson shit. Like just. Yes. You got it. The okay. problem is. It has to be plugged in and charged. I'm sorry. You have to plug in and charge your leg. Every night. Every night. Yes. Your leg has a USB port. Oh. Yes. So why did, was, what is, what is it doing? It runs it for it, you? Like an e-bike? It, 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 it helps it be mechanical and functional. Oh, wow. So I have to plug it in every night. This has come a long way. I didn't know this. They thing was they out could there. not find the charger. <laughs> they found the leg. 
They did not find the charger. Uh-huh. Okay. Then my, my father went back to the scene to look for it, and he just... He, he, when you break your nose, there's a ton of blood. Yeah, yes. So course. there was it was there was so much blood everywhere. Like, he was... And my dad doesn't yeah. rattle. Like, nothing rattles my father. Yeah, but that upset him, obviously. That, that makes sense. I get it. That, that makes sense. That rattled him. Yeah. So he looked for a little while, and then he kind of gave up. Okay. So the only thing missing was was the charger. Just the charger. Well, yes. that's good. I'm glad that's, that was well, it. You okay. got another charger, right? Yes, I got another charger, like like a month later, but I got another charger. That is a that is an that's that is a unbelievable. What do you think of his drive? I'll tell you what, his driving is so atrocious. Yeah, what do you think happened, or what did happen? I was I was <laughs> really he's the worst. I was I was really sick. I had been sick for two days. You're under the weather. And I actually was not going to drive home. I was going to stay in Albany. Uh And um, I got a hotel room. Yeah. And I was driving because I didn't think I could drive home. I was driving to the hotel room. All I remember is switching lanes to try to, to get on 90. Yeah. And I hit the back of a tractor trailer. Okay, yeah. And I went forward and I flipped four times over the tractor trailer. Jeez. And wound up in a field in uh, in, in Schenectady. Well, yeah. So I'm glad you're you're okay. You're doing better than yeah. Jeez. Well, well, doing better, but yeah. So I got to. We'll get you. We'll, we'll get you. Well, Chipper, we'll get like an Uber account for you. You know, we'll get you just an account, like a debit Uber account. Maybe, yes. For yes. a while. Yeah. Just, just for a little while. Not, not permanent. Little yeah. Little. Mr. Wells agrees. I probably shouldn't be yeah, driving. Yeah. Well, well, never take the wheel of the car. So that's why. That's why I've kind of been home. Yeah. I've kind of been home, just re- recuperating, trying to yeah, traumatize my parents. Yeah, I get it. This. They need a little time. They, 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 I put them through a lot. It's a lot for one year. Yeah, it's a sure. lot for one year. Sure, yeah. You know, yeah. having a lot for one year. It's a, like bastard. Skull, I'm glad you have a lot of empathy for me. I appreciate that. Uh, yes. You empathy because you caused it all yourself. You're, you are right. You, the cause. You are right. The voice of reason, right there. Yeah, that's something. That you, is you, something. you are. You are. Everything you do, you cause the problem. You, you are absolutely right. Except the podcast. Yeah, no shit, I'm right. But right, we, but we, we learn from those, right? We, that's what they say to we're save people. To. We're, we're trying. To. Yeah, we're right. Trying to. We're trying. To. We all learn at a different pace, you know. You're, yes, that's all. Yes, we're trying to. Yeah. We're trying to. Um, I go to therapy. And that's good. I, I started therapy. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So oh, yeah, that's my great. Uh, my therapist last week, um, she goes, you know, Steve, you're really nice and charming. I go, oh well, thank you. She goes, yeah. So was Ted Bundy. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, we're going there. Wow. No. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so, was she just trying to lay the mood? Do you think she was like serious, or what do we think? Uh, no, I think she knows <laughs> that I, I'm not very good in therapy. Oh, I'm, very, I I'm very sarcastic. And uh, I don't believe that I. You're a manipulator. You, you are correct. What do they feel about the sarcasm? Do they not appreciate it's it? They, they, they don't they appreciate think it. Like, a, like a wall you put up? Is that it, what it is? It's, you're it's, a yeah. it's, it's deflection in a defense mechanism. I, I would fail. It really. does it. You're we right, Skull. We all have a defense it, it's, all, it's, part, it's part manipulation. You're right. You're right. It's 110%. Skull, then can you be my therapist? That's a bad oh, yeah. Can we sign you up? That's one of the worst oh, ideas. All right, so I just want to close. Oh, yeah, Mr. Wells, <laughs> your feeling, I want to go back to the NCAA. I want to go back to high school athletics with the trans issue. Do you agree that if an athlete... Why, though? 
Because because this is a hot button issue and this I'll is I'll tell you what a hot button issue is. See Dr. Phil on Joe Rogan. <laughs> this is <laughs> Dr. Did. Phil just started his own TV station. That'll be next week's topic. We'll get into that. But the NCAA, I mean, each high school kind of handles it differently. Okay. I want to know what is your stance on how, you know, New York State or the NCAA or the Ivy League or whatever, how should they handle it? Is it okay if the athlete is on hormone therapy for two to three years? Does that make a difference? Hormone therapy, or is it just like you said, the age? Like if once you hit 20, 22, like the hormone therapy, it doesn't matter regardless. If it, if you really want to transition, it's got to be younger, and then you can compete. Hey, athletics are special. Yes, very. This is the up-to-date version of reality TV. You go to a game, you don't know who's going to win, who's going to lose. There's nothing predetermined before you start. Uh, all of us were athletes at one point in time. I coached for a long period of time. Uh, as late as two years ago, I'm still coaching. My heart rate would still go up. Sure, of course. Game, mm -hmm. Yeah, right? absolutely. You still have and that's that what's feel. supposed to happen. So why should somebody that's going through that uh, look at the today's touchy feely world, which is where we're coming from yeah. now. Well, it's changed quite. It's a bit. changed. Yes, yes. you can still go to an Alabama Auburn football game and you <laughs> yes. see them grind it out, and, yes. and you know they're putting their balls out there, and that's the way it should be. Okay. Yeah. But for, for what we're talking about here now is um, that person is going through that, and I'm going to pick on the male to female transition, whatever. Well, that's what we're seeing. Well, why, why should they ruin it? For a well-established operation, why should they be doing it? Let them do something else. They don't have to be involved in athletics. Right. If they're trying to find themselves, which is what I'm hearing, right? See what happens in today's world, and I experienced this toward the end of my career, is that these teenage kids are still trying to find themselves. We got to go along with them. So sure, the, the, the era of inclusion and everything else that's all connected with that—that's all gets thrown into this whole thing here. Until the NCAA and Congress. And the national high school people, the state education departments can come to grips with it and put some, some meaningful legislation in place. Which they have not, We're, right. we're going to have to put up with it. Right. right? Mm. We, we sit, I sit and listen all day now about the NIL stuff. Congress isn't going to touch this. They, they, they've stayed away from they, it. They're going to stay away from it. The NCAA is defunct. To the Maybe school not in the lifetime, your lifetime, there will be no NCAA. It's not going to happen. No, right? There's too much so, money. To get to the point here, you pick the age at birth, five years old, ten years old, no later than that. Whatever you are, you are. Right? Mm. Because the idea of sports is it's a level playing field. In it's my day, it didn't care what neighborhood you came from, what what anything. You showed up, if you were a good basketball player, you were a good golfer, you are a good tennis player, good hockey player, doesn't matter where you came from. You got out and you played, it's a level playing field for everybody. Well, that's not happening when you have a transgender person, whatever. So so even if you, you're taking the hormones for two years, it's, it's, it doesn't make a difference. It's still it, not a level playing field. Listen, the, the idea from all the athletics is to excel. To win the game, to be better than the person on the other team or a teammate or whatever. 
So if you're starting out with a biological advantage, yeah, right. well then it's all lost, okay? Now look at all the way up to the top. The, the Olympics are struggling with this. There was a young quote lady a few years ago that won the 800 meters at the Olympics. That's what in track, right? In track. I was, I was talking about. I that, swear right? to God, if I've ever seen a uh, guy, <laughs> I heard a woman's the voice, suit, yeah, the yeah, voice I and know. everything else. You're talking about. And I so, believe she was somewhere in Africa. South Africa. That was who on knows, real sports. Who yeah. knows where the hell? Pardon me. This this was a second cousin to the steroid issue that was hey, well, with the Germany. I was just going to bring that up. I don't understand Listen, the I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this funny story here. My son swam in 19, 1990 or nineteen ninety one. He swam in Germany with the USA swim team. Wow! So the first part of the trip was spending four days practicing and competing in Paris, France. Days five, six, seven, eight were in Berlin, Germany, right after the wall came down. Wow. So they show up for practice one day, and six or eight of the guys, they're done practice. So they don't understand German at all. Right, right. <laughs> so they said, we got to go to the men's locker room. So they're listening or whatever. They, the sign's on the wall. They don't know what the hell they're doing. So they listen in, and one says, yeah, I hear male voices. Yeah, we must be in the right locker room. So the six or eight of them are over in the corner, they're changing, and pretty soon five German women come walking by oh the God. other end of the locker room, <laughs> and they say, oh shit, I guess, uh, now this is 1990 or 91, I think we're in the long locker room, <laughs> which they were, right? Now, the end of that story is... The German women were kicking ass internationally because they're on some sort of growth something, right, whatever the hell right. they were. Now, <laughs> five and six years after this all happens, we find out that the German women have been mated with mm -hmm. prominent German male, male athletes. And guess what was happening? A ton of birth defects. It sounds like babies it. were wow. born with one eye, mm. with one arm, with three noses and shit like that. I didn't know that. Wow. And my son says, Jesus. Dad, I think I saw some of those women that were totally me messed up because of all that. Sure. Holy yeah. shit. I'm, and, 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 and he remembers watching them the next day swim, the women. <laughs> I mean, fuck. With they three arms, win, they're winning they every win race. A, a four-length race, and they <laughs> win it by three body lengths over the U.S. women. And these are the best in the United States got to offer. And they're, they're getting their ass handed to them by, quote, women yeah. that are have taken pills for four, five, six years. Wow. And that's, like that's, I said, the, the after effect story. was birth defects. Yeah. Are you freaking, I mean, come on. So what is what's happened since is there's there's still odd countries out there. Yeah, yeah. And it's still ongoing. Yeah, I know. Who we are at the height in the United States of drug testing. Okay. We we test better than any country in the world. Well, yeah. how about some of these countries over there that they don't even know what a syringe is for Christ's no, sake? No, no, they don't. Right? Yeah. Who knows what their daily lifestyle is? Who knows what they're doing? Like when my son was in Cuba, swimming there, he was told that the athletes, if you performed well in the Pan American Games when Jim was down there, 
We will build you and your family housing for the rest of your life. Really? Now, guess yeah, what? That's when Fidel Castro was in, in, in power down there. <laughs> right. yeah. You know how long that lasted? A year. Okay. Because yeah. after two years, the houses were pieces of shit. <laughs> and, okay, you did your thing back in 1993. So, oh, you're on your own. And you go back to living in your shack down the road. <laughs> well, Cuba is a little better now. But how about some of these countries, I mean, you name it, all over the world? that are these backward countries that are sending athletes. I know we're getting off the topic here of transgenders and everything else, but when you take the extent that these people will go to to get out of the doldrums, the Kenyan people. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. yeah. The, the, that, that whole operation, we see them locally with a Boilermaker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I that's, mean, yeah. That's, you know, what I, I, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think it's done because they literally want to, you know, they're not good enough where they are, so they, they want to trans to win and have success? Do you think it's done specifically for that purpose well, in some instances? If, you, if we could get in the mind of this Thomas guy, you know, what were you doing this for? Were you doing it first because you were just an average Joe on the men's team? That's what, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Or yeah. were you doing it because you wanted your day in the sun and be on the women's team? And oh, by the way, does this mean the way you're going to conduct? What's the rest of your life going to be? All right. Yeah. yeah. Now, wherever this guy goes, employment or whatever, yeah, and he wants to go to the Olympics. Now, I do believe, knock on wood. That when the Olympic trials start happening late spring, early summertime, that this guy's going to be shown the door. Now, mm. there is a slight operation that they're going to have some sort of a semi-transitional set of races somewhere. Where only people that are transitioning Just compete. trans people. Yeah. Okay. People, right. that, people right. have said that the, the, there should be a league for it for just so that general. That, that'll be in the hands of the court system and however the Olympics are going to uh, okay. be, be operating. So th this summer could end up being a shit show for this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, like I said, to get inside the mind of what was this guy thinking about? What, what yeah, was his right. motivation? MO, you know, what was he doing? And lo and behold, if I'm him now, Walker, hey, wait a minute here. I kind of got my way, didn't I? I mean, for a whole goddamn school year and well, the whole season, look what happened to me. I'm up and getting a first place medal in the NCAA well, competition. Are you kidding me? The SBs on ESPN, all the all yeah. that so, adulation. So, like all the athletes, you got to come back and you got to go back to your normal life. What happens to your post athletic career, like all mm -hmm. of us have to deal with? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, Lord knows. I mean, what's he going to do? Are going to speaking tour? I don't know what the hell the guy's <laughs> going to do. How's he going to get a job? Maybe he will. Maybe yeah. there'll be people that are, right, you know, right. feel sorry for the guy or whatever. Maybe he's smart in school. I don't know what the hell his deal is, but I don't know. I just, we, it, you just it, can't it, tell. Yeah, so, but, yeah. but good, bad, or whatever, that's the way. What we ought to do is have Skull be his attorney <laughs> and give him his, let him have his day in court. Mm. Right, Skull? What do you think? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Christopher, drinking. Yes, you, you, you have built such a good life for yourself. 
you work for, is it Utica National, right? I do, yeah. You work, work for Utica National. You've been here quite a while. I have, yeah, just 10 you, years, yeah. You, you've gotten promoted a little bit up the ladder. A little bit is a great way to define it, yeah. I, I know. No, yeah, I know. I'm very happy there, but yeah. I know, I know you're happy, but the it's thing about you is like, you're not... You're not super ambitious. You're happy with what you have. Yes. You're happy with what you have. You're very appreciative. Yeah. You're a hard worker. You keep your mouth shut. You do what you're told. And now you have a, a, a lovely lady in your life. I do. And I've, I've always given you credit because you've put yourself out there. Thank you. You've always, you know, you've dated, 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 and uh, just tell 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 us a little bit. How uh, you met your current girlfriend, and yeah. uh, you know, I know she was out in Albany, and and how things are going now. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's uh, no things. Are, thank you. Things are going very well. Uh, she's great. She's great. We uh, see. We met about two years ago. Two, yeah. Yep. And I did. I did something that I was very much against, and I fought it for a while. <laughs> I got. Uh, I tried getting on the dating apps. Yes, you did. Yep. yep, and it started out as a complete nightmare for me. I was completely. <laughs> you, you told me completely yeah. out of my element. You have some great stories. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure. And uh, no, I ended up working. And it's funny that the second I was about to get off it, it was. I think it was like the. You had it. It was like new, I literally had enough, and I saw this one girl, and I was like, I'm gonna go right on this girl, and I'll get nothing back. So then I'm gonna get off this app for good and just yeah. go back to the real world, try things the old fashioned way again. And uh, she ended up matching. We matched. Um, got to talking on there for a few weeks. Finally met up, and uh, she's great. She uh, is. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. I'm absolutely crazy about her. We've been going for two years. Um, you know, really love her. Obviously, yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of the longest relationships. Oh yeah, you've absolutely. Had. Absolutely. it really is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. The one thing with the apps, I'll say. I mean, again, I still have my doubts about them, but they do. I do believe that they they solve the in, initial in certain instances. They, yes. Yeah, they solve the initial issue of like when you go out. It's like, am I attracted to you? Are you attracted to me? What do you think? Do we have this and yes. it will solve that. Don't get me wrong. Everything else though is the same exact bullshit that you've got to work through, Correct, yeah. compromise on. See if you're compatible. If not, jump ship, whatever, or stay in and have a miserable life. Um, so that, all that stuff, <laughs> yeah. all that trial and error is all the same. But I do like how it solves the the uh, the always on your mind if you're out. It's like, well, I wonder, I wonder if she's attracted to me. It, it solves that pretty much yes. right away. Yes. But uh, no, she's a great girl. Honestly, she balances me out so well. Uh, did she yeah, end up moving to the area? She did. She moved. It. So she, she initially okay. is from St. Johnsville, which I yeah you know, I don't get out much, but that's South by Albany. Oh, actually, it's, it's it's on ninety halfway. So yeah. yeah, it's about halfway there. It's right next yeah. to Little Fault. Like she's like it's right near Beardsley. Uh, yeah, you know, Beardsley Castle. Yep. Or so, yeah, she. I met her out in Albany. That's the other thing. I set my distance because uh, you were going out there quite a bit. And, I, yeah, yeah, I was. And then she, Albany wasn't doing it for her, so she ended up moving back to her right. hometown. Uh, and she works here in the area. She right. works at uh, a company in the area. But uh, no, she's great. We got such a good thing going. I'm, you know, I'm lucky, and I, you know, I don't know how the hell it happened to me. So yeah, it's going good. It's going really well. No, but it could. It She'll couldn't dump me in six months, I'm sure. But you know, right now I'm on cloud nine, so I'll take it. No, listen, man, it couldn't. It couldn't happen to a better guy. You just. I'll go to Chris's. I'll go to Chris's uh, wedding before yours. Yeah, well, is is, is uh, yeah, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Is, is that on the table? Is that something that she's pushing for engagement and a wedding? She pushing for? She puts no pressure on zero. Me. Yeah. No pressure. Having said that, though, is that something you? I would have, I fully intend. As long, you know, things keep going well like yeah. they are. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if we go to hell, you know, you know, you know we're both out the door. Uh, but no, I don't foresee that happening. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's in the cards. If uh, you know, she'll have me. We'll, we'll see how it goes. You're gonna get married. 
And, is, and will Skull be invited to your wedding? So yes, he'll be invited to the wedding. I yes. do have to say, your 40th... You what he was saying that? That's fucked up. What did he say? <laughs> I said, no, I said you were invited. Oh, yeah, God. You were like... Of course, Scobie. No, oh. I didn't mean it like that. I, I, you were invited. You were invited to the 40th birthday party. You know what my greatest thought process in my life right now is. What's that called? It is showing up to Chris's house unexpectedly. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Dragging his Christmas tree out of his fucking house <laughs> into the backyard. Dousing oh. it with gasoline. Oh, no. Lighting it on fire. Why would we do that? standing like two feet next to it with my phone videoing Chris's reaction. Wow. I don't, don't worry. It'd probably be the same reaction I'm doing now. Like, why would, why? Skull's not going to return anytime soon. Don't worry. Well, you're always welcome. We have good, I have a good, we always have a good time. Your, your, your 40th birthday party was, was awesome. It was, I had a great I, time. I had so much fun at that. It was one of the best nights of my life. I did not throw it. If no. I, this is why I didn't want to have, obviously I didn't throw it as a surprise you, party. Your, but your mother did, right? I told her, she had mentioned it probably a year and a half before. She's like, would you ever want something? I go, actually, mom, no, I appreciate the, yeah. no, I got, there's too many people, people out of states, I don't want to feel obligated. Plus, I got friends that have never met, and frankly, we're all, there's a lot of alphas, I just don't know how it's going to work yeah. out. But, well, uh, yeah, right here. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but no, it was one of the best nights of my life. I, I truly was stunned to see most of the people in that room. I had no idea, wasn't expecting Well, you, you didn't know that you were loved. And no. you didn't know that you had that many I friends. don't know that I am. I think it was just, again, it yeah. was an obligation. They're all real sweet. It was not an obligation. <laughs> it wasn't. It really wasn't. I appreciate that. It, no. It was, it was a great time. It was great. It was good. And I, I remember just running to Frank in there. He's like, hey, happy birthday. And I was like, listen, I go, I go. Some of these people have never been in the same room together yeah, before. So I go, just so be just, careful. I go, just keep it. I go. Nothing. I go. Nothing's gonna happen. Don't. No, everyone well, got along Paul, great. Paul Hart behaved. That's all we had to worry Paul, about. Dude, Paul's good. Everybody Paul was, was good. Great. Paul was good. Uh, you. Everybody was good. Uh, it was good to see. And uh, did Frank run for something? He did. He ran and he, he won. He won, right? He did. He, he's, he's, a, he's a councilman. He is a councilman. Yeah. yeah, he's a councilman for years. He, they called me up to help campaign um, a, a year ago, and I, I didn't do. Much. I did it a few days with. Them. I walked with the uh, my crew from Stonebridge door to door, yeah. and um, yeah, and he uh, yeah he won the guy yeah, won. It, was, it, was all, it was awesome. God bless do you. Him, yeah. Do you still work every now and then at Stonebridge? Because you, know, you can't say no. What right? So and I know that. So no, it was a full clean, uh, you know. A, a, Retirement, if you will. You did retire, right? I, let me tell you, I had a lot of anxiety. I was up there because I didn't want to do it. I, I know you did. I, did, I know you did. But you know, I, we talked about it for a while. I had to. You need your weekends. I, I, I had to. But I wasn't. I was. I wasn't right up there anymore. I was miserable. I mean, I was I was acting like a jerk to the girls up there, the crew, and, yeah, I, right. I, and they're all they're the Why sweetest people. That? What's that? Why was he doing that? Why were you doing that? I was just he I was just, miserable. It there. had nothing to do with that. But they're the sweetest people I know, and I just it was. It, I just kept getting worse, so I knew it was time to walk away. Were and you I, there? How long? I was there like twenty four years. I, I literally was say you, you came in with Frank. Yeah, I literally. Yeah. My father brought me there to dishwash when I was like fourteen. Never came back, and you know at forty I finally you know. Well, uh, who is it? Laura, the, the, the two sisters. We got Laura and Kara. Yep. They love you. They, they're, always, they're, say, oh, they're, they're, they always say good words yeah, about they're, you. Yeah, they're the sweetest. Uh, you got uh, Sean and her mother, Lisa. Um, yeah. 
Frank, um, you know, just the whole Johnny Demma. And then Paul's Paul's girlfriend worked there. Sean Shawna, worked there yep, for a while, yep, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I, grew, I grew up there. I had the best times of my life there. But like I said, I was just getting. It was me. I just I couldn't do it anymore. I was burning myself out, and I yeah. hated how I was acting to yeah. people. So I. And you got a life now, which is great. I do. I, your I, house I, is great. I do. Yeah. I, mean, I love I, your house. I'm happy. You're gonna have me over again sometime. Yeah, come over anytime you want, man. We're gonna bring Archie over. You get to meet the new dog. Bring the dog. Don't let him drive. Don't let him drive. Yeah, we'll pick you up. We'll get you. We'll, get, it, we'll get an Uber. <laughs> uh, Mr. Wells, the final final question. I'm gonna put you on the spot again. If you were in a situation at the high school level coaching a trans swimmer, how would you be able? Well, you can handle anything. How would you handle it? And and how would you manage it throughout the season? That's like an interview question. Oh, that is. Wow. Well, because listen, Riley Gaines will retweet this podcast. That's why Riley Gaines loves this stuff. So, are you? Uh, I, I was, is this live, by the way? No, no, I posted after. Okay. To be very candid with you, I would go through the motions. Yeah, it would be very difficult. One of sure. one of my hallmarks, I think, was that my teams we had a good time. We had a good chemistry. Yeah, you had a good, yeah, great Girls, chemistry. You have better chemistry because they all want to know about everybody else on the team, their social life, yes. and everything else. Yep. <laughs> Boys track teams, there's a good amount of chemistry, but they don't want to know about each other. Boys team, just show up, do your work, and get yeah, the hell they out. get out. All right. right, but girls. Hey, we got so, a couple hour podcast right now, so so keep it going. If if, if I was <laughs> not the last forced topic. to take a trans person. Um, Why would quite, quite honestly, I would coach the girls. I coach the hell out of the girls, and I say, "You, just, just get the hell out of my way." Yeah, I, I, listen, and, and this is going to sound like the grouchy old man in the corner, but uh, when I see something that's that's not fair, it's not right, then then you know. You, you, I would probably have a conversation with the girls only. Say, hey, girls, you know, we got this thing going on here. <laughs> Guess what? You know, by law, I'm forced to do it, but I'm going to have your your uh, uh, thoughts at heart. You would support them. I would su yeah. support Fully. you. You've got mm -hmm. something to say, whatever. Uh, probably won't be as expressive as you could be in the past. Talk to me one-on-one. -on -one. Talk to me in the office. Call me at night, whatever. But this is going to mess everything up in any way you want to cut it. But, you know, we, we all got to listen. When you're in the education business, you know, there's things you got to do. I mean, I'll leave you with this story here. This, this is Ed Martin, principal. The old principal, right. Okay. When I'm at the junior high school, you remember Eddie Grove? Why do I? He was in a wheelchair. No. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I don't know. Uh... Ed Martin comes down to see me. Eddie Grove is in... Uh, ninth grade, he says, "Tom, we're going to pay you every day. You're going to—he's going to be wheeled down here, and you've got the biggest bathroom in the building. We want you to help him urinate." Poof. Okay. Okay. Oh, what, what, okay. What, what, was it more of a demand or no? Ed did it with a good smile on his face. Okay, I, I'm the biggest guy. And da, da, you sure da, da, think that we can help? You're right. So, okay. so Eddie Grove was in a wheelchair. He's got, I think, cerebral palsy. Okay. So Eddie probably weighed a neighbor 120 pounds. So the very same year at the June, 
I go back to the high school. Ed Martins moves with me. He's now at the high school. He comes down to see me the first week of school. He walks in my office and says, Tom, you know who's down here, don't you? Oh, says, no. oh God. <laughs> Over the summer and during the, the year, Eddie's now about 150 pounds, and he is like dead weight. Dead, yeah, right, right. Okay. Dead weight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For three years. I but you did, you did it. Yeah. Good workout, right? <laughs> Well, I got paid for doing it. I mean, I don't know what I got, uh, 50 bucks a week right, for doing right. the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. And I did it. So now you got to do things you don't want to do You got to do things you don't want to do. I had, yeah. I had swim classes with a whole bunch of Bosey's boys that, that, that were brought in. were special ed kids, all 19, 20 years old. I had them in swim class once a week for three years down there. Okay. Until they pulled a fire alarm and then they were no longer there. <laughs> oh right? So my point is that in education and coaching, now and then there's things you got to do. As I always say, there's times that we all got to take the garbage out. Yeah. Right? yeah. And there's things you got to do. I would always pay or I wasn't paid for the whole thing in a neighborhood of, in, in, in the name of sucking it up and doing what you got to do. So is this the same coaching? You know, it's similar. But to be very honest with you, mm-hmm. and I can say this from afar now, I, I wouldn't have enjoyed it. I yeah. probably would have quit yeah. a year after all that. Yeah. So. Thomas Andrew, Thomas Andrew, go ahead. What did you want to say? Uh, you, you were upset. Much. You were upset. You were upset with the question. The New York, yeah, I'll tell you what. The New York Rangers have a chance to win the Stanley Cup this year, and uh, I'm really excited about it. You're very excited about that being being in Georgia. Are, are, are you watching Georgia basketball at all? Fuck no. He's got to be drunk. No. Well, of course, that's the, that's why that's why he's at his best. I don't care about that shit. I'm telling you right now. Slurring every the other word. Rangers have a chance to win the Stanley Cup. Yes, they have and, a chance. And, um, uh, the greatest night of my life was 1994. When they won, that's right? That's a good one. When we won it against Vancouver. Oh, um, my God. I never went so crazy in my life. And uh, I've been waiting ever since. But we've had the Yankees. We've had the, the Giants winning shit. So We know, need the Rangers back. It's been a while since the New York team has won the championship. Has it not? Christopher, you, you've done a fantastic job on your first ever oh, podcast. Oh, thank you. And I know you, 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 you've listened before to the uh, to the Skull and Cully podcast. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, any any final thoughts before we go? We, we went around the world in topics here. We did. We, Mr. Wells asked, always comes in and he asks me, what are we talking about today? I go, I don't know. We'll, yeah. see, we'll see what happens. We'll see where we go. No, it was, this, is, so, this has been great. I appreciate you having me on. I thought we were going to talk about the basketball fans rushing the court down in Wake Forest. We'll, we'll get there with Which Frank. I was there a week and a half ago. I was there in Wake Forest. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, how bad was that? How bad was it? It was great. I loved it. I think it's the best thing in college sports, whether it's football or basketball. Rush the court, rush the field. <laughs> Tell your visiting team to get your ass off the field. <laughs> you, you, you just lost. Hey, defend yourself, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Did he not turtle? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and Christopher, we're very, 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 very happy. 
I did not. I did not. Oh my god. Oh. I will, I promise. I will, I will. We're not done with this podcast. <laughs> I can't keep these guys, I can't keep these guys four hours. I, we don't get paid that much. But Christopher, you were you were outstanding. Oh well, thank you. I was it was a pleasure. Very, very happy for your life. Thank you. Thank very, you. very happy you tried to get your student loans back. Yeah. You're disappointed that it didn't work out. Oh, hey, you got to try. Was 10 bills. Yeah. We all could use 10 bills. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing better. I'm glad you're recovering well from your accident. We're, we're, we're getting there. Yeah, you'll Skull, get there. Skull, am I recovering? Am I okay? Oh. No, you're mentally ill. Thank you. There, Thanks, there, there it is. Yep. He's 100% right. Oh, God. Mr. Oh. Wells, again. Incredible performance. Wow. I can't wait to get this to Riley, see if Riley Gaines retweets this. Scott, what do you want to talk about? That would be interesting. What do, you, what do you want to talk about? Riley Gaines is going to retweet this. You want to talk about my mental illness? Or you can talk about that another time. I have a lot. I have a lot of mental illness. So we'll, we'll. I don't even know. Is that English? I don't know what he's saying anymore. You made you made a lot of sense, and you know you were right about the NCAA and the the Ivy League kind of staying away from it, and the, the states not regulating it, and. Uh, oh, I was so worried about the making of sense of life. It made a lot of sense. So four. Thomas, Andrew, the Skull, Hartman, you are the best. You are the best. This is his show for Mr. Wells, <laughs> Coach Wells, 854 total wins. And Christopher <clears throat> Zalewski, <throat> avid listener, incredible life, incredible girlfriend. <laughs> he does listen to it, and, and uh, he's going to send it. Make sure you send it. Send it to your mom. Send it to your dad. I'm send it. Send it to your sister. I'm gonna send it to everybody. They're gonna. They're gonna be blown away. I'm gonna be like a mailman. I'm and send uh, a goddamn cannonball for that. <laughs> Wait, he's drunk. That's okay. And just so we know, can't tell. My uh, our sign off is very special, and it oh. makes a lot of sense. So listen. Here we go. Remember, when life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Take two oranges and throw them back at life. Okay. All right.